going to throw it. And he's got the touchdown! Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski! Oh! Max strips it! He is unbelievable! This is the Tabor Gridiron Podcast. I'm Steven here with my son Isaac. And yeah, football season's over, but we are already looking forward to next year. And we want to be coming with these football NFL news, right? Like just what's going on, what's happening, and what's really the big highlights in the offseason and kind of things that we can just kind of, well, take apart and digest a little bit and talk about and prep and prepare for the upcoming season because we're just dying for football to start again. Although the break for the summer is kind of nice. You get to do a lot of things. You don't feel like you're just constantly watching football games, though. I think you're right about that. And especially when I play soccer, so I'm having games on Sunday, and I've always kind of been like, man, I have to miss a football game. Obviously, I'm happy to play soccer and play for my team. But, you know, I'm there's the trade-off, and now there is no trade-off. I can go and play on Sundays without worrying about missing a football game. And it is nice because you get to do more things on Sundays. You get to have family dinners, you get to have people over, you get to do things outside a lot more because the football season, the nice thing I like about football is it's the time, like the placement of football season is right when it gets cold. So it's when you're inside. And so that makes it so much easier because if like, obviously it starts in September, so you're still doing things outside, but if it's cold outside and you can't go outside and you're just going to stay inside, that makes it a whole lot easier to watch football inside. But now that it's warming up and things in the snows it's melting. A good, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know that I would I would watch, you know, Monday night games, Thursday night games, Sunday night, and then you got, you know, the playoffs where there's some Saturdays, and that's just a lot of football. And if it's, like, nice outside in, in summer and you want to be out, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, let's stick with football with, you know, the fall and winter. Yeah, I agree. And the other thing I like about it is with the placement of just that, I'm obviously there's a lot of football you get, but it's not like other sports. And the reason I think that's good is it really does make us appreciate it a lot more because if we have it for only like the fall and into the winter and a little bit into the spring, if you count February, you really start to appreciate it more and you really start to be like, oh, football season, football season. That's what makes it so hyped because it's so short and compared to other season, uh, like other sports seasons. Yeah, no, this is going to be a lot of fun, though. But just so you know, we're going to kind of the goal is about once a month to just kind of have some NFL news and we're calling it NFL News Week and just, you know, what's happening and what's going on and, you know, see see if there's things that that kind of pop or that stick out right now there's a couple big things that have happened Isaac that well I guess I'm a little shocked about I don't know if you are first of all the NFL combine did happen not too long ago it was the oh, beginning yeah, of March and you know March 1st through the 7th I'll look up some highlights there's some cool stuff just watching a couple of these players I don't know if there's a lot of complete just standouts the, the guys that stood out for sure that are just running really fast, a couple quarterbacks that were pretty good, pretty moving around a little bit, some good accuracy, some defensive ends that are just were tearing it up, and it'll be interesting to see where they end up. So it's worth checking out if you really want to dive into some football stuff. Uh, it's worth checking out some highlights from the Combine, but 
I don't know that there was anybody that was just like, wow, this is just the talk of the town right now. I agree. And that there are sometimes in certain years there is that player, which everyone's like, whoa, this kid is great. He's going to make a great team. And you just kind of that's the player you're always looking for. There isn't a Patrick Mahomes right now. Okay, that's you a good know, way to put it. Yeah, that is a good I way. I guess. I mean, I, I don't you don't want to always throw that on people of like you got to have that you know, not even it's not even the personality. I guess just that skill level, just to have that raw talent. But there are some guys that are definitely standing out and and can do good. The draft is coming up towards the end of April, so that's still got some time to go. That'll be interesting. You'll be able to kind of dive into that and see what happens with that. But, you know, I grew up watching football watching the Washington Redskins and then everything changed and they were the Washington football team for the last couple years and to be honest was just a little frustrating go okay I don't mind that you're going to change the name and but really the best that we can come up with was the Washington football team it was a little weird so then you know all the powers that be brainstorm and come up with this great epic name and I don't know Isaac it's just not hitting me like an NFL team I feel like it's still I don't know like a college team or something the Washington Commanders it's just not uh, it's just uh, it's slowly growing on me it's not really hitting the spot I agree and like when I first saw it and they had like an introduction video that they did which was I probably would have liked it a lot more if I didn't see the introduction video because it was trying to make this team look really cool. The thing that's really putting me off with this is the name. Okay, so the name Commanders, that's relatively fine. Not the most create, not the brightest grin in the box, not very creative, but you know, it's something. The thing that's really not getting me is there's not really a logo. And obviously, there's the whole like W thing, but like, Duh, it's a W. It's Washington. But that's a good point. I I didn't really pay attention. I mean, yeah, you just kind of been frustrated with the W logo, but they're keeping that right now. That that's that's an interesting thing. Yeah, because that's what they had with the Washington football team, and they had the other thing where they like put the numbers on the helmets, which I'm like, that's that oozes college team. And so when they changed it to the Commanders, and I thought, okay, maybe if they're like army generals maybe that's something i can get behind but no it's just a w and i'm like there was slight redemption i mean the washington football team was horrible and we can all agree that but the thing is with the commanders i thought if they are able to pull off like a nice logo maybe get like a cool mascot or something maybe just maybe they can pull it off but no they can't they just stuck with the w who knows what their mascot's going to look like. Well, I'm and- hoping that it's going to really just change and kind of progress as they're doing things. But, yeah, their primary logo right now, they call it the Powerful W. Oh. Like, yeah, it's just, it's <laughs> oh. not it's not working for me. I just That's not working. Washington, come on, you're killing me. I, I just, I've been watching football since I was a little kid. And, again, I don't mind the name change. Great, let's change the name, let's do that. I just, this is the NFL. These guys got money, they got brains, like everybody's sitting around the table. This is what I don't get, is you got a couple years ago and everybody's like, all right, we got to change the name. All right, we're going to do it. All right, cool, yeah, yeah. All right, what do we got? I know, I know, I know. The Washington football team. Oh, that's brilliant. Like, really? 
I just now part of me a little bit. I'll give him a little bit of grace because this football season was starting. They needed a kind of a name. That's a good point. Great. I will give them. But that. then all last year, like you had a whole off season to change the name again, and we still had the Washington Football Team. Then you have the whole season last year. Okay, great. You're the Washington Football Team, and then we're all sitting around our table again. Got to come up with a cool name, a cool logo. And then what? There's just the dude there. It's like, I know. Let's keep the W. We can call it the powerful W. And then the Washington Commanders. That's it. Ah. Uh, it it's feels just like, not working for me, man. It's, it's just not, it's working. not working. It literally sounds like something from like a middle school team, that like classic like middle school team that's in like, the, oh, it's just that is not an NFL worthy name. That's just and then the powerful W. What is, I mean, tell me the difference between that W and the other W if you just take the powerful away from it. It's, I don't know, Washington, the, it's not even, it's the Washington Commanders. All right, moving on. Anyway, well, actually, speaking of the Commanders, I knew there was a reason that we were kind of going know, right? here. <laughs> I mean, totally got to sidetracked because it just totally messes you up. But I, I, I guess I don't know that I saw this coming, but I'm not shocked. Yeah, and so, I mean, we can all agree the Commanders is an interesting name, but their team is looking pretty good. The Colts actually just traded them Carson Wentz. For better or for worse, is still to be decided because I feel that, sure, the Colts have great players. Jonathan Taylor, amazing. Carson Wentz was just, he was the reason that they didn't really make, I mean, they made, like, the wild card, but they didn't really go anywhere with the playoffs is because... Carson Wentz was very inconsistent. He would play really well, lights out, great quarterback, and you were like, wow, he's the guy to look out for. And then the next game, it's like, is this still Carson Wentz or is this a new quarterback they swapped in? But it was Carson Wentz. And it's just really, it's just kind of disappointing with how inconsistent he was, especially when a playoff game is on the line and that's the game when when he becomes inconsistent. And so... I can see where the Colts are thinking about that, but I really don't understand why they traded it with the Washington Commanders because, I mean, no offense to the Commanders, but I don't think they really have anything good to offer back. Well, I I think it's a good move, and I agree with you. I think it's a good move, though, for the Colts because they get to get rid of Wentz Mm -hmm. because, right, I think, and we talked about it, I think that weak link for them— was Wentz. You didn't know if good Wentz or bad Wentz was going to show up, you know, in the inconsistency. For the Commanders, they got, you know... Chase Young's pretty good. Yeah, the defense was outstanding last year. Taylor Heineke, he stepped up. He did some cool stuff, did what he needed to do. Is is Wentz going to be backing up Heineke? Is he replacing him? It is an interesting move, and it'll see what happens. I don't know that Wentz is going to make Washington that much better. But on the Colts side of things, it'll be interesting to see what they come up with and what's their plan for quarterback. That will be interesting because the Colts, they Carson Wentz is, like you said, he's it's either good Carson Wentz or bad Carson Wentz, and you never know which one you're going to get. But it's going to be interesting to see who they pick because they do have they have a very good offense. They have a pretty solid defense. And Carson Wentz, like you were saying, was the weak link. And so if they're able to get a strong link in his place, I think they would be a playoff-worthy team. Because he, no offense to Carson Wentz, he was really the one thing holding the Colts back. And not going to lie, I 
this is this is borderline kind of not true, but this he might have been the reason that they lost that game. I think that before. it was. I think that yeah. I think that if he would have played better, they had a chance of winning. And you, you win and lose as a team, so you can't really throw it on one person. Mm-hmm. For sure, because other people could have stepped up. But when your quarterback, your leader, is struggling, here here's the thing, and this is what I, I want to talk about another trade and dive in a little bit more. But it is an interesting aspect. I don't know that it says a lot about Carson Wentz. Is Washington got Wentz and they gave the Colts a third round draft pick and a conditional third rounder for the next draft, depending on how much Wentz plays this season. It's not really a whole lot. Like you just you traded a draft pick to get a quarterback. Great on Washington side. The Colts didn't really lose a whole lot at all. But for Wentz, you got to be like, hmm, all I was was worth you know some money maybe and a draft pick. It'll be interesting. Then you go to my man. Like, dude, this guy is just awesome. I did not see this happening. But Russell Wilson being traded. To me, this is this is the big news right now. Like this is the stuff mm-hmm. we got to talk about, digest, and just dive into. But we'll break down. I want to show you everything that they got for Wilson. Now we talked about before the Super Bowl when the Pro Bowl was happening and there was the Pro Bowl Skills Showdown. If you are able to watch and look up the highlight from the quarterback accuracy skills. I don't know that remember what the name of it was. They were having the hit targets for the quarterbacks. And the young guys struggled. It wasn't that great. You were kind of like watching it going like, you're a football player, an NFL football player. You should be hitting some more of these targets. And the announcers are talking and they're like, ah, well, it's cold out here in, you know, Las Vegas. It's the windy. So the the ball's kind of moving in the air, kind of giving excuses. Wilson's the last dude. He's the oldest quarterback out of this group and just lights out, just target after target after target, nailing them. It was unbelievable. It was a ton of fun to watch and just the skill level that he has and still has. I agree. And that was absolutely great to watch because the thing is, like you were saying, the younger quarterbacks, they are younger and they are a little bit less experienced than Russell Wilson. But he still was just absolutely lights out when he was playing the skill show. It was just crazy to see some of the shots he was making. He made, I I might be wrong, but I think he made every single one of them. Practically. I mean, maybe would have missed a couple, but it was just, it was absolutely just awesome. Okay, so then you're Russell Wilson. You're being traded, and you're going to the Broncos. I did not see that coming. But, dude, I am telling you, the Broncos gave away like everything. I'm still disappointed. I think Russell still is an elite quarterback. Obviously the skill that he still has, but for whatever reason, the Seahawks thought, hey, we can get all these draft picks. We can move on from Russell and we can rebuild. I I don't know. I hope it works out for them. And I think that he's just going to make the Broncos better. But li- listen to this. The Broncos literally went all in to get Wilson, okay? Two first-round draft picks. That's big. Two second-round draft picks. A fifth-round draft pick. And their current quarterback, Drew Locke, their tight end, Noah Font, and defensive lineman, Shelby Harris. 
all of that just to get Wilson. That is... Now, for Wilson, I'm happy for Wilson because that shows you right there. Like, Wilson's going to the Broncos going, that's how much the Broncos respect me. That's how much value the Broncos know that I bring to them, that they're willing to give all that away to acquire me. So I'm happy for for him. It really shows the skill level that Wilson has. And he should be proud walking into the Broncos organization. On the other side with you know, the Seahawks, they have to have some game plan to lose somebody like Wilson. There's obviously several people in the draft that they are wanting to build their team around. And they think that by having enough of these draft picks, they're going to be able to get players that they want to be able to succeed. It will be very interesting to see what happens. I think that the Seahawks will struggle for a couple of years. You know, nobody just gets draft picks and builds a team right away and, and, and wins. Unless you're the Rams and you get, you know, those were all veterans and stuff that they were picking up. I don't know. What do you think about this? I think it's I think it's pretty good. Um, the only thing I can say, though, is like you were saying, they weren't going to do very good because they're like building their team and whatnot. But if you remember, the Seahawks didn't do very good last year either. They were struggling a lot last year. And I think that also might have tied into why they got rid of Wilson because, I mean, obviously it's not Wilson's fault. He was great. But maybe they thought it was, and that's the reason they're getting rid of him, to try to pick up the pieces and rebuild. Because they were doing pretty good, I think, uh, the year past this year. For the last several and, years, yeah, they, yeah were they were doing, doing really good. And now they're starting to struggle a little bit, and maybe they thought, or maybe even it is, Russell Wilson was the problem, and they're trying to pick up the pieces. I'm just happy for the Broncos, because they pretty much gave away themselves like they gave away so much they gave away their quarterback tight end and a bunch of draft picks and I think another player and so it is crazy to see how much they gave away just to get one player they literally gave away three players plus draft picks to get one single player and but again you got to be thinking Russell's our guy like man we're gonna get a pro bowler and elite quarterback Russell Wilson and to them, it was worth giving away all those things. And I think you're right. I think just having the shakeup is good, and I get it. The Seahawks, they did struggle last year. Wilson had the injury. He was out for mm-hmm. a while with his finger. Obviously came back and still was as awesome as ever. But I don't know that, yeah, it was solely him. I just think the organization as a whole, the coaching, a lot of the same coaching people, though, the team was just struggling. So, yo, yeah, maybe just kind of – putting all the marbles in the bag and shaking it up and letting a few fly out. You're hoping you're going to reorganize things and get a better team. You know, I don't think it's going to happen again this year. I think it'll be a couple-year process of them building up. The Broncos obviously think that by getting Wilson, they're able to contend this year. And I think that they're going to be able to because he's going to bring a leadership to them that they haven't had in a while. I agree. And because the other thing is, I mean, look at Tom Brady. He went to the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers were kind of a forgettable team. There are, like, teams out there in the NFL that I sometimes forget even exist. And he went to the Buccaneers and literally turned them into a Super Bowl team. And that was just crazy to see. The Patriots still picked up the pieces because, obviously, they got Bill Belichick and a lot of the other players that surrounded Brady were able to help Mac Jones and be able to get things together. But I'm excited to see what the Denver Broncos are going to be able to do. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, let's keep this up. We'll we'll connect in a couple weeks. We'll go through some stuff, some cool high, high highlights, and see what other kind of cool NFL news there is. And we'll talk next time. <laughs> <laughs>